Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. Good morning and welcome to Music to My Beers. I am Zach Miller alongside Warren Cluck and we bring you craft beer, chit chat, and great music all morning long. And it's our first show of December. We're getting excited. We're counting down the last shows of 2021. It's also exciting because uh, now Zach has put the sober November behind him. Uh, you're back in the, the the split one in the second hour of the show, so I'm pretty excited. I can't wait. We can still invite people to burp in my face. Or, how's it uh, been? Know, so how's it been so far? Your first couple of days getting back after it. Um, Friday was a really good night, and I did a lot of Christmas sales, and we had some company over and stuff like that, hanging out with our our kids, watching Christmas movies and stuff. But I'm I'm back, and I'm I'm ready for a good December. Lots are going on. We're going to talk about that, see how Zach feels, what he was drinking, and uh, get back into it. We've actually had a lot of news. There was a big sale that I missed out on uh, earlier this week we'll talk about, so it's going to be a pretty nice music to my beers. Mr. Miller, the big excitement that has Michiana all abuzz is now you are a few days back into the uh, craft beer lifestyle. First, I got to know, did you make it all the way through the 30th? I made it through the 30th, had no drinks from uh, November 1st through November 30th, so I can I can fully say I went 30 days without alcohol. And how do you feel? I feel great. I feel I feel totally fine, but like- But not, not good enough where you're like, I should never drink again. Yeah. Imagine yeah. how good I'll feel after two months <laughs> or three months. <laughs> no. That's really, that's where I'm coming at it. I'm like, yeah, I feel great, but I, I, I feel like I, you know, I'm good to hang out on the weekends and, and get back to where I was a little bit. Well, maybe not too crazy, but you I know. guess are we? Are you? Have you been trying to tell me for the last month that you like you had a real problem with it? Needed to cool out for a minute. <laughs> I know. My wife because it always sounds like that's what you're hinting at. It's like you're like ah, I'm not, not going to get back to where I was. But yeah. Whoa. Well, I just like um I I found other things that I, I've liked Coke Zeros a lot better. I've liked water. Um, actually, strangely, Bud Light Zero or Budweiser Zero is actually really good. I enjoy it. Yeah, we talked about that over the summer, and then as you started this sober November thing, that for for an absolutely no alcohol beer, zero point zero is where it's at. It's awesome. It's it's incredible, and I I'm curious to see where more breweries take that too. If they start putting out non alcoholic, because I know Lagunitas, Budweiser, um, uh, Heineken does a zero point zero. Heineken does a zero point zero. There's also the also the Athletic uh, Brewing Company that yep. uh, they do a non alcoholic beer, and then uh, Boulevard, not no not Boulevard, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Yeah, and and even because and you know not to talk about a non beer on on a beer show extensively, but uh, non alcoholic beer or NA beer does have some alcohol in it. So if you're yeah. if you're in recovery or you're just looking to abstain 100, percent those aren't the beers for you. But that market that segment has exploded the last couple of years. If you go into citywide now, you walk into the beer cave, go all the way to the left hand side, and there's an entire wall now of non alcoholic options. Everything from hazies mm-hmm. to pales to stouts. Yeah. And so there's, I guess there's never been a time to be a fan of the flavor, but not the alcohol. I know. I'm like, you know what? If I want something with my lunch, I can I can do it now. I can have one of those non-alcoholic beers. But you didn't lean on it too hard, though. No. You, didn't, no. you went only for the 0.0s. Only for the 0.0s, and it, it was good stuff. So what was the first drink back? Uh, it was actually, it, it was Wednesday night. It was a Prosecco. My wife's like, we should cheers. We should do it because we made it all the way through November. Well, I mean, she we had the cheers. one drink. I know. So I'm like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I don't really feel comfortable with your wife lumping <laughs> you in with your Titanic accomplishment. You know, she I had, know. she did have one drink. Yeah. That's like, well, I tried to not murder for a month, but I, I did one I murder. I did have one. Yeah. No. Um, my first one back would have been the, uh, the, 
why am I blanking on the name? St. Bernardus Christmas Ale. Okay. Yeah. So I had some, a Belgian. All right. I actually took some shopping advice from you this week when I was out stocking up for the week because uh, I I used to waste a lot of time on Fridays heading into the weekend like, all right, I'm out of work. Jim's done. Time to go beer shopping. Uh-huh. And then that's an hour out of my Friday that I spend going and shopping. So I've been trying to stop in and, and pop in and get beer where I can over the week. So I took some shopping advice from you and we'll talk about that coming up on the second hour with the pick six because you... Hit a home run right off the bat. So, oh, okay. You're back in the lifestyle. Did you, how was your How was your Saturday morning? Saturday morning was it, it was all right. You know, I, I remember a little bit of the headaches and stuff like that that I didn't have for a month. But all right. well, I'm, I guess uh, good. everybody in the music to my beers universe toasts you for your accomplishment. Cheers to that! Yes. Yeah, what a we rough a, month it was for all of us. But we've got an exciting month ahead of us because there's so much going on. It was it was the weirdest thing for me because I got beer for a year uh, from Bare Hands and I went in on when no. I went in on Tuesday night and picked up a growler that I could drink this weekend of their um, Red IPA, the Ready Kilowatt. Yeah. And just being back in a brewery, because I really didn't go to any breweries back in November, because I thought, well, I'm, I'm not drinking. Why, why go? But um, Why poke, the, uh, why poke po- the bear? Poke the bear, exactly. But it, it felt really good to be back in the scene, and they've got such a great scene up there, too. Um, but also, you know, I, I'm just... I'm looking forward to some stuff later this month. But what was the grand closing, grand grand opening, grand closing thing? Uh, I went on sale on Wednesday at noon, oh, but it no. was it was noon Chicago time. So I and I I don't know why. You know, you're halfway paying attention to your phone, but that the OZNR app, the Osner, whatever it's yeah. called, did a they Goose Island. You? Yeah, did a Goose Island release uh, <gasps> on on Wednesday, and I remember thinking, oh, noon, all right, and then that flash forward to three o'clock, and I totally missed it. But they were selling a collection of. Uh, four different bottles, five different bottles of Goose Island. One of them was the two-year from this year. Oh. One of them was their Heller-aged barrel uh, bourbon county. One of them was the Blanton's barrel-aged. One of them was their 150 brand stout. And the other one was the... Uh, the eleven year, oh my goodness, the old goodness. forester. Oh, so it was like good stuff. it was one of the, each of the the uh, distillers that they've worked with for barrel aging, and it was two hundred and fifty bucks for all five bottles. Okay, and at first glance, you're like, "Wow, that is a lot Sticker for shot. five beers." Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you look at the retail price of those bottles going around, if you went to Chicago or went to, I know a lot of people around town went to uh, Michigan City mm-hmm. to Triangle Liquors to pick up their their Goose Island stash. That's pretty much within par about retail. Oh, okay. Oh, so so by yeah, it was noon our time. I spaced one o'clock. It was Chicago time for noon, and I I missed out. But if you did get it, congratulations. Also, I think at this point, I'm about tapped out. You're done. Done spending money for the rest of the year. Well, I mean, I've got Christmas coming up. I've got a big vacation plan between Christmas and New Year's. Like, how much more? How many more bottles of stout do I need to put down in my in my beer cellar or in my stomach before I get to the holidays? So, well, I, you've I, done really well, well for yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'm 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 pretty pleased with it. I've got a lot to keep me, uh, I guess, company of, of over the cold winter months. And you're also very generous with it too. When it when you come back from those beer releases, I always find something on my desk. So thank you for that. And then also, you know, I know you got family coming to town. I think it was the poet Nate dog. Once upon a time said, "Ain't no fun unless the homies can have none." Oh, okay. Yeah, Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Yeah, I think that was that's oh, what he's saying. Okay. So, yeah, live by Nate Dodd's standards. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I think I'm pretty much done. I am looking forward to some bare hand stuff coming up at the later of the month, but uh, yeah, it's time to cool my jets. I got a couple of people that slid up into the Facebook DMs that were like, "Hey, we've got this bottle here. It's going to be here on sale. Do you want it?" And I'm like, "Dude, I." 
I've, can't. I've already spent a hundred dollars today on beer. I can't keep going. And uh, we actually hooked up with a couple of people on the show that I bought some bottles off of them and traded. Oh, some really? Dark Lord and some other stuff. Yeah, and they were they were getting rid of some bottles, and I laughed. I'm like, "What are you getting rid of them for?" And he yeah. spit back to me the exact same story I've spit out. I've got too much. It's going to take me a lifetime to drink it. I've got to get these bottles moved. <laughs> well, and I saw you texted me. You you now have a complete. Do you have... I got 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, and 21. Wow. Of Dark Lord. Okay, so you're 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 collecting all through. But it's also, I should probably start drinking those as well. It's, mm. you know, I'm in the basement a lot these days because I'm getting back to my basement remodel, but at the same time, it puts me in, puts my eyeballs because there are days, if I just run to the basement to do laundry, I don't look at the beer cellar or think about it for days, mm-hmm. weeks at a time. Weekend comes, I'm excited for some new hot IPA, we're going out, mm-hmm. you know, it's not the time to go to the basement. So there were, there were probably... Jeez, two weeks maybe at a clip, maybe a month here and there over the summertime. I didn't even go down there and look at what I had. No, so not even know, for reorganization purposes. No, but, like, just but very, it's very much out of sight, out of mind. You get down there and start rooting through some of the bottles, and I think, man, I've got to really enjoy some of these. Otherwise, what did I do this for? Yeah, I know. Well, and, and then it come to think of it, like you're like, so am I going to do a vertical of Dark Lord, or are you going to open up one at a time and kind of see what the oldest tastes like? Well, I can't very well. The problem with the Dark Lord and bombers in general, I think we've talked about on the show a couple of years ago was that depending on what's going on in your day or what you plan on going on later drinking an entire bomber of some serious craft beige, craft barrel age artillery that's a lot to put on one person mm-hmm. on the flip side if i want to get a vertical i've got to if i want to do three or four of them at a time i've got to get together a posse <laughs> of people who can also get but but it's going to wind up with you each more or less drinking what amounts to one one bomber of dark lord by yourself so it's tricky. So I think what I'm going to do is maybe just pick my spots over the course of the winter and and bust one out. I am damn sure going to celebrate the first day of my vacation with one. Yeah, you know. special occasion. Yeah, That's what I'm all about so, special occasion. <laughs> so yeah, it's time to uh, to drink or uh, drink, trade or sell. Maybe we'll okay. do a stock market show. But uh, we've got a lot of music to my beers coming up. I'm looking forward to cresting the top of the hour because we're going to have Zach get back into the split one, and I'm excited Ooh. with the. And now a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers B movie and we did it for October we'll do it again for December all Halloween movies for October we'll do all Christmas movies for for the month of December this is easy because there are so many on the Mount Rushmore of holiday classics but this one is definitely up there it's like it's one of the OGs this one this was like iconic for I feel like our generation when you saw this Christmas movie, either in theaters or you saw it on home video and stuff, yeah, because it was on home video uh, when I saw it. But um, I really, really enjoy Kevin McAllister, played by Macaulay Culkin. In Home Alone. In Home Alone. The 1990 Christopher Columbus classic. I forgot that he did that. He went on to do Harry Potter and some other... Oh, he's, oh yeah. Like, he only does like stuff. massive movies. But <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll let you go first because you and I were at two different ages Well, when this thing... I actually saw this movie in the theater. You did? I'm a crusty old man, uh, Zach Miller. See, I was trying to uh, think about that, whether or not I had seen it in the theater. I would have been six when this movie came out. I was, absolutely loved it. I was 10. You're 10? Yeah. Okay. So he was actually probably your age. You well, guys, uh, Macaulay Culkin and I are the same age. Do you guys have the same birthday? No, we do not. Oh, okay. Well, I was just, I was curious. I mean, that's going to the Does that entitle me to a gift if yeah. it is? <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I would say for this one, I absolutely love Home Alone 1 um, when it comes to Christmas movies. Like, it, it in and of itself, it's so it's so unique. You know, when you watch, like, movies as kids, there's so many different things that are so impressionable on you. Like, him and the robbers. And I was always scared of the robbers that were going to break into our house at any given moment. Oh, yeah, Joe Pesci's gold tooth. <laughs> I know. 
And I hadn't seen Goodfellas, obviously, at that point when I first saw this movie. But um, I would say I'm going to give it two beers. Wow. It's going to be two because I can't give it one because Home Alone 2, in my opinion, is still better than Home Alone 1. Better than the OG. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. There's something about it. I don't know if it's the fact that he goes you know, to the hotel. You know, all these years I've been doing this beer show, and I had no idea the guy was doing it with his domestic terrorist. You think Home Alone 2 is better than Home Alone 1? Absolutely. Yeah, the fact that they're on location in New York City, and you get to Ugh. see more of the city, and his dream vacation, and why is my family going to Florida? And if you know anything about me, you know that I'm not a big fan of Florida. Um, actually, I could just never go to Florida again in my life and be totally okay with that. Why? I don't know. I just don't care for Florida. Florida's the best, man. I'd rather Miami, go Miami, Pitbull, Mr. No. 305, Mr. Worldwide. I know. And then you got... Fort Lauderdale, Panama City Beach, Spring Break. And here's the crazy thing. I was born in Florida. But if I'd never returned to my, bo- oh, uh, my native all right. state... Music to my beers, revelation. Zach Miller hates his roots. <laughs> no. He's ashamed of where he comes from. <laughs> but how can you spend a Christmas in Florida just like Macaulay Culkin said? So um, for, for Home Alone 2... Or no, for Home Alone 1, I'm giving it two beers. And I'm going to do two Alpha Clauses. Oh, from Three Floyds. From Three Floyds. Just because I feel like the guy on the front cover looks like whatever demon-possessed uh, HVAC si- oh, system. Oh, the furnace and the, bur- yeah, the boiler the, in the basement? boiler in the basement. Freaking me out. So I'm going to do uh, two Alpha Clauses. All right. Um, well, I, I, I got to tell you. throw you man. off there? Did no, the Florida throw just- you off? I'm just shocked. <laughs> you're the first person, and maybe it's, maybe it's an age thing. You're the first person I know that has actually preferred the sequel over the original. Uh, I was 10 years old when this came out, and it was the biggest of big deals. Everybody's running around doing the Kevin, like, slap your face, ah, in the mirror. <laughs> we all did it. You know, you're singing to yourself in the hairbrush, and uh, this was a great movie, one, because at that age, it also plays on, like, the biggest and best imaginations. Like, mm-hmm. we all drew, like, mazes, and, like, we played the game Mousetrap, and you would draw similar situations to what he drew up for the burglars. Oh, yeah. And, it, man, it, it just it makes you, your your brain run wild as a kid. You're like, I'm going to defend my home against these burglars, <laughs> and I'm going to use everyday things to do it. And uh, it was it's an instant classic. It was the first time I saw John Candy, Catherine O'Hara. I didn't know who Joe Pesci or Daniel Stern was. And all these people since then become, like, Huge parts of all the entertainment that I that I enjoy. I mean, most recently with Catherine O'Hara and S's Creek is, mm-hmm. is one of my favorites. But it's a wholesome movie. It's pitch perfect, and they made it for just under twenty million dollars. It went on to make half a billion in worldwide. Oh my goodness, and that's in nineteen ninety dollars. Wow. Yeah, John so, Hughes high on the cow. Yeah. So to say that it was a, a smash is is an understatement. But uh, this is one of my all time favorite holiday movies. I I didn't grow up on Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street or. Or uh, It's a Wonderful Life. I always thought those were like old-timey, my mom and dad's movies. I didn't care. But this this is like my, people my age, this is our It's a Wonderful Life and Miracle on 34th Street. So I'm going to give this mm, three crowlers of uh, a beer that I freshened up on earlier this week. It was a Tuesday night. I got to swing into the Crooked U and oh. had uh, had some Vital IPA. And I I thought, you know what, man? Like at the end of a long day, this 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 hits. Mm-hmm. I had a good just, beer. I had just an awful day Tuesday where everything I did sucked, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna have a beer, flush this out of my system. But uh, I, I see Home Alone every year, and I, I know we laugh on the show all the time that I haven't seen Elf yet, and I probably will go another Christmas without seeing it. But oh man, please do it for us. Do it for all of us who love Elf and I love do, quoting it. I only need two Christmas movies. I need this, and I need uh, National Die Lampoon's Hard. Christmas oh. Vacation. <laughs> no, I'm not one of those weird Facebook diehard guys. Is it a Christmas movie? Yeah, for the ninth year in a row on Facebook. I get it. Die Hard happens at Christmas. But uh, I, I hold this movie in like the absolute highest regards. So I'm sure I'll be able to crap over the next two weeks of B-movie because they're not as good. 
do it as a beer show or any business or show in 2021 you have to have a facebook page right you do it's a requirement it's like if you're going to start up a, a new startup or business you need to have a facebook page and we took it one step further. We said, all right, Federated Media, we'll see your Facebook page and raise you one Facebook group. Boom. We got over 300 members, I know, for a fact, maybe even more than that, because we, we've got so many different people wanting to be a part of this private select group here in the <laughs> Michiana area. <laughs> no, it is, it's, it's cool because you can see what other people are drinking over the holidays, what, uh, what you're planning on drinking over your holidays coming up. Hey, um, and if you're, you listening, cool? if you're listening right now and you're a member or you want to join the Facebook group and you'd think, you know what? But there's a brewery in town I love that those two knuckleheads never talk about. Or, man, there's a beer that is my favorite that I don't hear them ever talk about. Share it with us. Yeah, if there's a beer that you want us to talk about, a place you want us to visit, or a brewery you want us to focus more on, or maybe have somebody on, man, leave a, leave a post on our Facebook page or comment in the group and say, hey, you idiots are missing the point. Because it, uh, it's very much possible that Zach and I get tunnel vision on this show. Mm-hmm. And because... Our weeks are very much the same. We wind up drinking the same stuff, and and it's also helpful for us to get out of a rut here and there. So if you know something we should be sipping on or a brewery we should check out, hey, let us know. Yeah, we're creatures of habit. Don't which, be shy. Yeah, and we've got our uh, our our Instagram. We're at Music to My Beers. We've got Twitter at Music to My Beers. We podcast every Monday and. Am I missing anything? We're on Untapped at Dad Beers. Yes. Zach's long, Thank dormant, uh, 30 days dormant uh, Untapped account. You can follow me at Man Bear Cluck. Yep, like Zach said, we're on the Instagram. And don't forget, we're also podcasted. And thank you. Believe it or not, there are 19 people that uh, podcasted Music to My Beers this year more often than any other podcast in the world. Whoa, thank you. Yes. I saw our listings up 146%. Thank yeah. you to Spotify, which you listen to. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that was we, we didn't post the uh, Spotify wrapped, but maybe we'll throw that up in the next <laughs> week or so. But uh, find us online, join us, and you can communicate with us all week, every week, every day, all day. And there uh, you there go. There we go. Look at that. Your wow. poor finger muscles have atrophied. They're weak. I need to get. I need to start working out more. It's been 30-plus days since Zach Miller participated in a split-one segment here on the show, so you brought the beer this week. And, and what'd you bring? It's a it's a special one because I like I like Death Star. I really like what Revolution puts out for the Deep Wood series. And I saw this one on the shelf, and I even asked him like, "Can I single this one out at Citywide?" And they're like, "Yeah, I mean, we, anything within reason. They're not going to single out like Bud Lights and stuff for you. But if you see like a four pack or something, they could they could find a way to single it out. I'm sure." So I asked, and sure enough, I got I got one of these cans of Vanilla Death. Well, pour some. No, in, okay. Now pour you're going to see my pouring skills. Yeah. See, okay. I haven't Ooh. had this particular variety, but this is always a fun series because over the last uh, seven, six, seven years, Revolution in Chicago has made a huge name for themselves in the in the uh, barrel aged segment. One of the the cool things I like about their stuff is it's in cans. Oh yeah. It well it it travels well. Um, the can design is totally for the barrel cool. aged fan on the go. Yeah, and it doesn't let any of that light in, so you get uh, you get full flavor. Go for it. Now, what's the ABV on this? Before I take my sip, the ABV is thirteen point six percent. Wow. All right. Does well, it first, smell good. First thing I'll tell you is you get a huge vanilla nose. Like that's that's big. whoa. That is massive. Vanilla to me, when used in a in a barrel aged beer, is always one of those flavors that's great. It's intense. But also, if you hang on to it for a long time, it has a tendency to fall off a lot. It's a lot. I, mm-hmm. I think it's a lot like cinnamon in that regard. Yeah, 
No, and that's that's they these guys know how to do a barrel aged beer. I would even compare their beers to be just as good, if not better, than what you just got with Bourbon County. I, mean, I don't, don't want I don't want to be uh, rude, so I'm going to let you do. Oh, you're okay. going to take the first plunge back at the uh, the split one segment of the show. Wow, that's hot. That's that is that could sit around for a while. I would stick this on the shelf. It's got a slight burn to it. A, a little bit of a caramelly taste. Um, you definitely get the coffee. You get the vanilla. You get a little bit of the chocolate. But you can tell that there was it is set in some bourbon barrels for a while. Uh, it says on the can we can expect chocolate caramel maltiness. Man, that's exactly what mm. you get. And you get the mm-hmm. ever so slightest wisp of oak on the finish. That's, oh, you're right. The oak. That, that's well done. What I like about Revolution's barrel-aged stouts, and, and sometimes stouts can get too thick. Mm-hmm. Like pastry yeah. stouts, that's a big thing. We've had it; it just the it doesn't leave the glass. Like there's no lacing; it just clings all the way down. Too dessertish or something. Yeah, but this is just thin enough where you still get the the body that you like in a in a barrel aged stout. But you all, it's thin enough where you can enjoy it, mm-hmm. and it's not going to you know stick to your ribs as they say. Yeah, it's got nice legs to it. Um, as I'm looking at it come down the glass, I'm like, oh, I could, I could take this and just. Sip it all afternoon, and for thirteen point six percent, you don't get a whole lot of that heat in the finish. You get there is no, you get some bourbon barrel aged flavor. You get that oak finish, but you don't get that little hot heat that um, sometimes you'll get with like a new bourbon county or some of like the smaller craft breweries that do a barrel aged thing. Sometimes they roll off real hot, and they're like, you got to age this. But uh, yeah, this is great. It was filled on November third of this year. Wow! So, so Zach was three days into his sobriety journey, and they were filling up a can. They're like <laughs> yeah. one day, some kid Michigan is going to love this. <laughs> it is good. So it's what, really good. So what would you rate this on Untapped? Um, I would give this probably a four seven. Four seven. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it's uh, it's definitely up there. Zach paid Untapped money so he can do increments. Uh, he can do tenths. Yeah, I don't have to do the point two five. I'm over here like Ed McMahon on Star Search. I have to do three and a quarter star, three and uh, <laughs> three point two five. I'm gonna give this one a solid four and a half. And nice. if you go through the history of my Untapped rankings, and I know I'm terrible at this, and and I should be better, but I don't do a very good job describing the beers. I'll read some people uh, like don't drink beers on Instagram. Uh-huh. The, the probably the most famous beer blogger in the country. His descriptions of beers he drink drinks are incredible. One, they're like poetry, but he pulls all these nuanced flavors out. I just think to myself, man, surely I could think of something better to say than fresh haze, boy. <laughs> or so thick, girl. Dummy yeah. thick, I love it. Double with, C. Yeah, with 40 Cs afterwards. So, um, yeah, I'd give this about a four and a half. And, and I also, I, I have a tendency to rate everything between four and a quarter and four and point seven five. Same here. I don't like to crap on brews. Well, no, but it's also like, okay, so if I considered this a four and a half, like I would like to taste a bourbon barrel-aged stout that I would give a solid two for, that I would think this is probably barely worth it. And then I'd like to mm-hmm. taste one that I would rate a solid one. I guess we've been doing the craft beer thing long enough now where I kind of know what to avoid. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. what, and and I, I know a few things about a beer before I get it. Either I read on Tapped or I've got friends who've had it or I anticipate the release every year. You're not just judging it by its cover. You've actually had some foray into yeah but I've, i haven't had a, a bourbon barrel aged stout that i would give it to or or a one and a half to but yeah. uh, they've got to be out there or maybe just I, like i've got a brother-in-law on tapped who's like the it's not spite but he's like a harsh judge of all beers like he's never given out a five star Whoa. every time we get together on holidays i'm like you've never had a perfect beer he goes eh, there's always room for improvement i just think wow you are hard man mm. that is hard on people no because i i think that there's no improving beers like some of our favorites like a two-hearted i don't know what i would do to improve a two-hearted 
They've already done everything they possibly could. The it only is thing so they, good, yeah, that can improve some of my favorite beers are my mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't partic- like Too Hearted is fantastic all the time, but there's also something about Too Hearted after you've been running around all day, or you've been holiday shopping, or like you know Too Hearted on a Tuesday in February tastes great, but yeah. Friday of a two and a half week vacation mid December, that Too Hearted is probably going to taste the best it'll ever taste. Oh my goodness! Oh, you're speaking my language right now. Yeah, yeah. So Get me all excited. I'm going to give this a solid four and a half. Zach's going to give it a four point seven. <laughs> and uh, we appreciate it, dude. And, th- and welcome back to the, yeah. the party here. Music to buy beers. Cheers. Yeah, we'll do our pick six next. It's time to uh, collectively come together and create a six pack for you in what we call the pick six. And we, I put in three. Warren puts in three. Um, so, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Okay. Uh, the first one I'm going to throw in, and this is now the benefit of my sister and my brother-in-law moved to Wisconsin, so whenever they come down for the holidays, it's a new Glarus in my back pocket. Oh, lucky. Yeah, I really enjoy Spotted Cow. I don't ever like the first Spotted Cow I have, but the second one, you kind of f- fall into the farmhouse groove a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he brought down some Moon Man, which is their, uh, their no-coast pale. Ooh, is that good? Yeah, it's good, and it's smooth, and it's, it's still in the same flavor family as the the spotted cow but it doesn't have that kind of like farmhouse sour ish mm-hmm. feel like it's kind of like funky a little bit but yeah but it's it's good and i like it one because you can't get it here and that's the hipstery thing to do but also it's 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 one of those beers you can count on no matter how dumpy the bar in wisconsin they're gonna have spotted cow they're gonna have moon man and the one the one i want to try that i haven't had is their strawberry rhubarb Ooh, that sounds so good yeah but uh so now every time they come down i'm like yo bring this but uh, i i do love i like new glarus's work i think it's i think it's good i think it's, it's cool to have a state you know it's wisconsin made it stays mm-hmm. there and we've all seen we saw what happened with shorts up in michigan like you could say that all day every day but eventually the dollar will get big enough they're like we're moving on out <laughs> hello we're brian kelly and we're <laughs> but it's also one of those beers when you visit wisconsin you're like i gotta have a new glarus to like complete the 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 vibe absolutely well and i feel like the brewmaster whoever created new glarus um is he's one of the traditional brewers who was like in the upcoming starts of breweries here in the u.s like when you think of like uh the guy from lagunitas tony mcgee yeah and uh the guy from sierra nevada ken grossman a couple of those guys, like you think about them, and you're like, these are like the forefathers of the brewing industry, mm-hmm. and I think he falls into that. Larry Bell would be another one. The next one I'm going to throw in is one that Zach mentioned last week, and I finally stopped what I was doing at the uh, Kroger, and I saw, hey, there's a six pack, I'll pick it up. Sierra Nevada Celebration Fresh Hop IPA. Oh yeah, yeah, it's their holiday IPA. I haven't had it yet. I'm going to have one later today when I get home. But I picked up a six pack, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to chuck it in the fridge because it's moderately priced. And mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to drinking it. I've never even had it. No, no. I, in all the years that they've released m- it, maybe. But I, I would have oh, remembered. Man. I mean, I, I certainly would have remembered. It's so good. It's, it's a really good IPA for this season. And then the next one I'm going to throw in to complete my, my half of the pick six. And this is going to be easily one of the lower rent beers I throw in. But I got, uh, I got a couple of six packs of Tall Boys of Coors Light. Ooh. last weekend because I wanted to have some beers and hang out with some friends and family over the holidays, but I also didn't want to overdo it. And Coors Light's one of those beers that I don't think there's a limit to how many I could drink. You could just keep sip, oh, yeah. sipping on them all day, just maintain that nice, real mellow. But it had been a long time since I had a Coors Light because over the summer, it, my go-to was like for macro was Miller Light, and then I went to uh, MGD for a little bit. Oh, okay. But it had been easily about a year and a half since I had a Coors Light. And, man, it's it's a it used to be – before I got into craft, that was what I drank when I when I was feeling. I either drank malt liquor when things weren't going great. Or oh man! <laughs> but for a lot, I got to a three or four year phase of like Coors Light was more or less the only beer I drank. Yeah, and if I forgot what a classic, just like fresh 
cold, crispy taste that was. That's like the OG it. Crispy Boy. You're right. It was. And it can be found on the Silver f- silver Bullet Train, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I am going basically from drinking the pumpkin beers up to the end of, of the month. So pumpkin beers were big in October. I didn't drink anything in November. If I could have, and we got a, a message uh, from our buddy Pete Norton. He was asking what pumpkin beer I was talking about for uh Thanksgiving, and I, I mentioned that uh, Trader Joe's had a really good one, their Howling Ghouls one, but then also the brewery had a really good pumpkin beer. So I go from pumpkin beers now to Christmas ales. So I'm going to include Christmas ales in my pick sixes this month. And I thought for the first one, Christmas ale from Great Lakes. I was just about to one. say that. Yeah, it's got yeah. the holly berries on the label. Yeah, and it's really good. I mean, it's got the ginger, it's got the cinnamon, it's got a little bit of that sweet honeyness, and I think it's a little bit stronger. It might be like around 6 or 7%, um, but it's a good good just solid ale for right now like i feel like christmas ales kind of are like the uh the, they dip into the belgian-ness yeah a little bit for sure uh next one i'm going to throw in a fist miss from what we're currently drinking now revolution. revolution they also put in the ginger and the orange peel but they kind of make theirs a red ale and then add in all those flavors um so you get like a little bit of that caramel and stone fruit and stuff like that for some reason all those holiday beers always make me think like this should be enjoyed while i'm out wassailing yeah. Well, let's go out wassling. Let's heat it up. Let's put it on the stove and make it like um, that. the red wine, you know, the spiced wine. After being, uh, after having to take part in our our live nati- our town's live nativity right. every wassling night, like yeah. I think I'm about <laughs> wassled out, but those, that flavor combination reminds me of the wassling night when everyone would go out and there'd be chestnuts and there's vendors and cocoa and cider. Did you have chestnuts roasting on an open fire? Yeah, there was a guy in the middle, because I grew up in Hickory Corners, but the town next door, Richland, where I went to school... There was like there was like a big town square park that was like one city yeah. block. Yeah, but everyone would set up in the perimeter, and there was a guy who roasted chestnuts. So you can get like roasted chestnuts. Aren't they so good? Yeah, and he set up right next to our live nativity scene. Like <laughs> our little Christian school is responsible for the nativity scene every year. So like I was wow. always one of the wise men, and you just stand there and freeze while all your classmates are having fun looking at you. Here, I had no idea. No, oh, yeah. yeah, Warren Clark wassling from back <laughs> in the day. Did you know I had chestnuts for the first time this past weekend? I feel like this is a big Dr. Dre sketch set up, but okay. Oh, and I love them, too. The guy roasting chestnuts, I I didn't know that was a thing. I thought it was just like something that they put in a song just because it's it's kind of fun. I don't see it very often. Mm Mm-hmm. Like it's I hard to find chestnut makers. I haven't had a roasted chestnut since since I was in oh, high yeah. school. <laughs> well, they pair great with beer. And uh, the next one that I'm going to throw in is is one that I've been searching for. If you see it, if you find it, message the show because I can't find two Xmas this year from Southern Tier. Okay. That's one of my favorites. That has like the figs and orange peel and uh, some cinnamon and clove and ginger and stuff all in that. So um, if you can find it, it just... It takes me back to when my wife and I were first dating, and I found a beer that she really liked around the holiday season, which was the Two Xmas. And so we went out to Fiddler's, and I didn't have a whole lot of money at the time, and she bought the round for me and her to have Two Xmas. So it just has a special place in my heart. Wow, that's an unbelievably sweet story. I know. Hey, Zach's like, I didn't have a lot of money. I, I <laughs> Mr. Scrooge is giving my Christmas farthing so I couldn't treat my new girlfriend to a double Xmas at Fiddler's. The, the, the bill came around and I was totally alligator arming it too. I was like, I'm not going to reach out for this. I'm going to be like, yeah, you know what? I'm... I'm struggling right now. Oh, man. Whatever oh, that happened like. to me back then, because I always had like my debit card, but I always had a credit card. Uh-huh. Even if it only had a couple hundred dollar limit on it, that like, if I was in a situation like that where it was going to be a bad look for me not to pay for something, <laughs> I'm like, well, it's going to take me three months to pay for this dinner, but I'm going to get it done. 
<laughs> uh, welcome back, one, to Zach Miller, and thank you for bringing the Vanilla Death Imperial Stout from Revolution Brewing. Dude, it's my pleasure, totally. Now that I'm back in the swing of things of having a beer here or there, you know, and everywhere, <laughs> I'm like, I'm all about Christmas parties this, this year. Like yeah, I'm, we've got a big Christmas party show coming up here in a couple of weeks on the show, mm-hmm. and uh, as we get ready to shut down 2021... Are you getting together with anybody? Like, how how does your Christmas season look? Like, when it comes to no, actually, super low key friends or anything like that. My family's got in the habit. uh, I think this was this was my wife's suggestion a handful of years ago because there's so many of us and Mm -hmm. we're all married and we all got married in like a real quick stretch. That every year we like we do we all do Thanksgiving together like we did this year, Mm -hmm. and then Christmas everyone kind of just whizzes off and goes and does their own thing. Oh, that's cool. Whether it's the in laws or or whatever, so. Uh, this year, we all got together for Thanksgiving, so Christmas is up in the air. So it's just going to be my wife and I, uh, my mom, my mother-in-law, and that's probably it. And then, cool. Yeah, then on the 26th, we're going to pack up and head to the UP for a week. And that's going to be a lot of fun, too, because you're going to get to hit up some hot spots that – because you lived up there for X amount of years? Four months. Oh, four months? Yeah. That was years. No, I know. I tell everybody I lived there for a hot minute before I came down to work at the Bear, and everyone, for whatever reason, thinks I lived up there for years and years. <laughs> no. I knew you were from the Kalamazoo My area. My family lived up there yeah. for, for five, five, six years. Okay, because uh, both of your sisters went to one of the universities up there. At uh, one time, I had five siblings enrolled at Lake Superior State University at the same wow. time. Wow. Yeah, so my youngest brother and I, the two bookends, we were the only ones that weren't at the school at that time. So where's the cluck hall? Like, <laughs> well, right? Oh, no. But uh, no, it, but it's great. But I, I literally haven't been up there since I moved down to do the, do mornings here at the Bear. So it's going to be fun wow. to go back. and Because I, I spent my entire childhood going to the UP and visiting Sault Ste. Marie and taking locks tours when I was 10. I've walked across the bridge on, uh, on Labor Day, across the Mackinac Bridge. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, my wife and I, since we've been married even, have never been up there and like done the Sioux. So we're going to go up and just, I don't know, stomp around for a few days. And That's so awesome. Yeah, and I, I talked about it last week. The craft beer scene, there wasn't one when I was up there. Like, yeah. You found Two-Hearted, maybe a couple of other things. But now, because of the big, you know, every town in Michigan now has craft breweries. And you, know, you mm-hmm. go to Petoskey and Black Rock and all that beer kind of kind of made its way migrated up to the up so it'll be fun to be able to go into places and get fresh m43 on tap and then also like you know a juicy well so i got a question is are the towns up in the up are they a lot like your typical michigan town because i feel like like when you look at south haven south haven looks a lot like saugatuck and saugatuck looks a lot like petoskey and grand haven and so on and so forth traverse city they all kind of have that same vibe yeah all those towns along the the coast the lake michigan coast are Uh very much the same like south like south haven is just like a bigger version of st joe (laughs) Right, you know, and Holland, and, yeah, and, and so it, on and so forth. It's the same thing. There's, there's a pier. There's, yeah. you know, sometimes you're like, where even am I? But no, every town in the UP is the exact same. It's like two or three bars, Greasy Spoon Diner or restaurant, and then you know some business or two. I always drive around the UP even when I live there. And I thought, how do you make any? Who live? Where do you work? Yeah, if you li- like, everybody can't work for the road commission or be a trapper. <laughs> okay, but is it like Canada? Like, is it? It's actually right on the border of there because there's Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, and then across the bridge there's Sault Ste. Marie, Canada, which is oh. much bigger. That's where all the strip clubs are. Oh yeah, I knew but that. <laughs> we shouldn't be talking about that on a Sunday. <laughs> no. But uh, I'm just I'm excited to go up there and and go to some of our old haunts on the way up there, St. Ignace, and stop by in Hessel and Detours uh, Detour Village, just to see what everything's like now. That's so awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a great trip too, and a great end of year experience. Yeah, and we're we're going to do uh, three things: eat a lot, drink a lot, and just. Any, any kind of roadside attraction, mystery spot, anything we get our hands on, we're going to do. So Sweet. So, yeah, I'm not really getting together with anybody. I'm, I'm going to drink some good beer just to have fun. What you about guys, you? 
we we've got our it's our late friendsgiving it's happening like the friday of the 10th and stuff so we're gonna get together with all my goshen friends who i haven't seen in like forever so i'm like i gotta remember how to yeah really hard to get down to goshen these days hold it together (laughs) i know i for whatever reason i don't know why it's been so hard this year to see friends and stuff so we're trying to make uh jeremy stutzman ban you from the town or something i know he would (laughs) we're we're friends on facebook now oh are you me and the mayor yeah i know michiana's the most handsome mayor he really is i know no, um, but I, I I haven't been back to Goshen Brewing Company. I haven't been back to the spring. There's a couple new restaurants in there. I'm excited to go back and In your and defense, you're a young will. father of two who yeah. has a morning show and you have a lot going on. Yeah, it seems like life is busy. So, so you're like your wasted Saturdays of waking up and just going bar hopping. Like that's not that's not going to be a thing for Zach until probably 2035. No, even when I take the, the two weeks off in between like Christmas and New Year's and stuff like that, I'm just like, I'm going to... I don't know what I'm going to do because the kids are going to be home. So it's just going to be like I'm a full-time dad while my wife's going to work and stuff like that. So I've got, I've got that to look forward to a little bit, but that and some uh, drinking, I'm going to, I'm going to go through my cellar and I'm going to actually see if I can organize it and then see if I should drink some stuff now or like shelve it until, you know, something special comes along. We should do like a drink or trade thing. Like maybe we should. Yeah. Maybe we'll bring out a couple of bottles and be like, all right, I'm not too hot about this. Does anybody want to trade me anything for it? That's a good idea. I've got a couple of lambics and some sours in the basement that I know that I'm not probably ever going to pop open. So maybe I'll pop those up and, and say, hey, anybody mm-hmm. want to trade for this or do you want to drink it? Let's do it. All right. We're up. All right. You ready to find out what we're ready to drink? Slash, man, it is. This is really good. This it was, is really good. And I haven't had a beer for a while. So I'm like, oh, this is going straight to my head. Yeah, and it's funny when you when you take something that's it's above twelve percent, like this is thirteen point six. We're drinking the Vanilla Death Imperial Stout from Revolution. When you because you and I split one can, and mm-hmm. we tend to take your time with it. When, when you drink something that slow, it really opens your eyes to like how the beer creeps up on you. Oh yeah. Well, now I'm tasting all kinds of different stuff, like chocolate covered raisins, and um, a little bit. I, I'm getting more of the vanilla as this heats up. So. That and maybe even a little cinnamon, but I don't know if that's some of the heat that comes off the bourbon. Hey, you missed some pretty good beers the last month on the split one, I'll tell you. I did. Sorry, I did. buddy. No, I'm jealous. Um, so some things to look forward to that we've got coming up. I found this out. Russian River Brewing Company is actually going to be hosting Pliny the Younger in person hey, in February wow. of 2022. So okay. that's, that's big news. You know, now we're getting kind of – they had the pre-COVID stuff, and now that we're get, kind of getting on the tail end of what – of all that jazz i don't even know hopefully the omicron variant doesn't ruin it for us i know because i i've been enjoying getting back to several of our favorite establishments and breweries and stuff like that for like actual parties and events and get-togethers and stuff it's been fun this year um speaking of there's uh niles brewing company we're gonna have brandon on the show next week and talk about his first anniversary but he's actually doing a two weekend anniversary so uh for this weekend he's got a strawberry milk stout a coconut honey vanilla chocolate milk and a peppermint candy cane stout that you can pick up well that sounds sexy as all hell yeah i'm kind of kind of want to head up there after the show and and go pick some of that up so that's this uh weekend's lineup he's probably going to bring some stuff in for next show and uh give us a little preview about what he's got for next weekend um coming up for the next episode and then last but not least bare hands christmas party and 10th anniversary they've been around for 10 years that's happening on saturday december 11th at noon noon probably all day noon to midnight <laughs> that's gonna be a good time zach miller said i could be here all night <laughs> well and i asked you i was like what do you guys what do you guys have that you're gonna be doing for special releases mail order bride like with in a bunch of different bourbon barrels perfect so, 
I'm going to look forward to that. Awesome. Well, uh, on behalf of Zach and myself, Zach, welcome back to the show in full force. Yeah. It's good to see you. Thanks for bringing the split one, and we will see you here next week as we're joined by Brandon Towsley of the Niles Brewing Company. Uh, Zach, cheers. Cool brews. Hot tunes. So much to digest in there. It's music to my beers on 103.9 The Bear. Podcasts by Federated Media.